This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. October the 8th as we get ready for Falcons. Houston going to bring in, well, I, I, how do you describe D-Lay? We've got, a, he's got intro music, but B, he's the voice in talking about this team, would you say? I would uh, say so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, let's let's introduce him with that then. Because he's just <laughs> back. He's back from across the water. This time this week, he was the other side of the. Atlantic. Yes, he was, and I want to ask him about that because and, and oh, welcome no, in D. Dear. Orlando Ledbetter go. joining Sam. And morning, Greg D. Led. Morning, D. Led. Hey, good morning, Sam and Greg. Thanks for having me this morning. I want to ask you you and your thoughts on not so much London, but Sam has had a lot of fun with me over the years because I don't feel like there is a need for some of these out of the country games. With, with, with regularity. Do it once in a while, okay, cool. And I realize there used to be an NFL Europe. And so London, that's one thing. I can even live with Germany. But when they go to places like Mexico City, places like that, I, I don't understand the reason why. Plus, there's a lot of places that people aren't real safe in. So I don't know. With, with, with these games, as they leave our shores, how do you feel about that? Because they're not going to put a team over there. There's not a means to an end. So I've always wondered. Yeah, I'm from the, um, I was covering the NBA when David Stern was doing all this and talking about the globalization of uh, basketball. And, uh, you know, we've seen that over the last 30 years where, you know, the popularity of the NBA worldwide is unrivaled here in America. Uh, so I'm fine with it. He's just stealing a page from David Stern's book. Uh, certainly Europe is a way to go. I think we're going to see a game in Madrid soon. I don't know about Brazil, but um, uh, the Dolphins have the Brazil rights, and that's kind of far. <laughs> but uh, but um, yeah, I'm I'm fine with the globalization of the um, of uh, of American football, as they call it over there. Uh, you know, so so yeah, we might see it go uh, to more places and so forth. So uh, yeah, I think the popularity is growing in Europe, and I think that's a you know just another way for the NFL to make more money. Yep, that, that's that's the whole thing. Name of the game, folks. Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with D. Orlando Letbetter, AJC. He is social. You can find him on the Twitter, the X, whatever you're calling it the last 15 minutes at D. Orlando AJC at D. Orlando AJC. Oh, okay, we're back in Atlanta. We're back in the bins today where the Falcons are undefeated. A lot has happened since they played there the last time. D. Led, what are you expecting from this team today? Yeah, I'm expecting them to stand up here. Um, you know, they had a very spirited week of practice. Um, you know, they they got to have four games to try to put some things together. And, uh, you know, offensively, they, they got to get the ball moving in the passing game. They're last in the league there. So, 
Uh, I'm thinking they're going to come out and, um, you know, execute at a higher level. They got to put a whole game together here to beat this fine uh, young Houston Texan team that's going to uh, be playing great with C.J. Stroud at quarterback. So uh, I'm thinking they'll put a game together here. And if they don't, that means it's going to be a long season uh, for the Falcons. Well, actually, I wanted to ask you about that, C.J. Stroud. Of course, you got your chest puffed out there. Of course, Ohio State dude right there. Yeah, dude, man. Getting it done in the league. But of the young quarterbacks that were projected to do well, he seems to be the only one so far this year. And this team in and of itself, given where Houston was a couple of years ago, d and where they are right now, um, this, is, this is a complete turnaround. Are you surprised at what you're seeing so far? Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, Happy for D'Amico Ryan. He's one of the guys that uh, a lot of folks thought would get an NFL opportunity, and he's pretty much just brought over the San Francisco model and mixed it in with his defenses that he played in at, uh, at the, with Houston. And, um, you know, they're off and running. The guys have bought in. He's put in his, uh, uh, you know, the San Francisco outside zone running attack, and, and he's throwing off of it. He's staying with it even though uh, Pierce isn't running the ball great. Uh, and then take a shot down the field. They got a 68-yarder and a 52-yarder this year. So uh, the Falcons are going to have to play uh, uh, all four quarters against them. They put, they're very physical. Uh, the defense is the real surprise because you don't really have any names over there that you recognize readily. Uh, got some veterans playing great. Steve Nelson over there uh, doing a good job and so forth. Uh, they got uh, Will Anderson from Dutchtown. You know, off to a good start with 15 tackles and a sack. Uh, you know, he was taken right after Stroud. So, uh, you know, those are, those are kind of the, the guys that are over there playing, uh, you know, and uh, he's put together a good unit so far. And folks, talking with the Orlando Ledbetter, AJC, talking about Falcons uh, and Houston Texans coming up later today here on Sports Radio 929 The Game, 1 o'clock kickoff. Hope you listen to it if you're not going out to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Desmond Ritter, much talk about uh, about him um, you know, a woeful performance, you know, especially in the first half last week. Uh, this week, a lot of people were talking about where the coaches stood on him, asking the players where they stood about him. To a man, they all say, hey, he's our guy. Uh, and, and that the solid vibe you got this week, you know, up up in the locker room and around practice? Yeah, no doubt. Um, they're not ready to throw in the towel on him. They've seen enough. They really like how he bounced back last week in the third quarter. They're putting a lot of stock in that drive. Uh, when they came out, started third quarter, uh, drove them down eight plays, 75 yards, touchdown, uh, and, and he bounced back. So, you know, they want to see how guys handle adversity, and they felt he handled it well last week. So they're putting a lot. They drove back down to the six, could have cut it to one score, couldn't get it in. So they're putting a lot of stock in that, how he bounced back, and we'll see if he shakes off the picks. Uh, he's trying to force the ball into um, Drake London, his dude. And, um, you know, uh, the other one on pitch, guy just jumped the route. So uh, he's got to know when to do that, when to step. You know, he can't be staring down receivers. He can't be holding on to the ball. And I'm pretty sure that uh, Coach Smith and uh, Coach Ragone have been coaching that, uh, trying to coach that out of him. And we'll see if he takes off here. You know, uh, uh, it's not really a good option. You know, you don't want to turn to the backup here in week five. Uh, so, you know, hopefully for, for him, he uh, can get everything squared away and uh, lean on the weapons he's got around him. he got a lot of players around him. He doesn't have to try to do too much. You know, he's got to function, though. Got to manage the offense better and can't turn the ball over. D. Orlando Ledbetter joining Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. As we sit and 
dissect and try to understand what's going on with Desmond Ritter in this offense. Is there any concern on your part, given that this team in its first four games have given up at least 20 points in every game? Yeah, no, no. I think the defense is doing great. Um, you know, they they um, they played in stretches. And see, you know, Greg, I um, I'm of the uh, school of thought that these first four games, you know, you're going to see, um, you know, some erratic things because they don't play in the preseason anymore. These were the preseason games, these first four, and I had them going two and two. So I'm not really surprised that um, you know they're two and two right now. But I do have them taking off at this point. Now, if they, you know, you got Texas, you got Washington, Arizona, Tampa Bay. You should be, if you're any good, you should win these games. So at, at some point, they got to start winning games. And uh, I'm thinking that point is now because, you know, the preseason's over. They're tackling live for four games now. You know, you put together offense around Bijan and John New Smith. That's what you have right now. Now you got to add in London, and you maybe get a, a Pitts, who they, you know, admitted to is not 100% right now. Uh, Corderell Patterson's back, so you know you got you got enough to build off of what you already have out there and move forward. Uh, defense is stopping the run. Uh, a couple breakdowns in the passing game, you can fix those. So yeah, it's time for them to put a whole game together uh, after the um, uh, kind of uh, de facto exhibition season is over. <laughs> he should have told us that theory going into the season. Yeah. See, you were, where, you were, how are they going to do this? Only three preseason games. Yeah. Well, D-Lay should have told us, no, this is how you look at it. Them first four games are kind of an extension of the preseason. Yeah. Then we would have been cool. Well, it's cool, except for <laughs> you're one of these towns where people are 0-4 well, at the first true, preseason yeah. games. You know, that that's the thing. We're 2-2. Two and two. So, to me, that's better. But if I'm somewhere 0-4, I'm like, whoa. You know, yeah. because you feel like you, you sunk, you know, right, right from the start. You really got to work hard to come back. Talk a little bit more, more about Pitts because there was a lot of, you know, asking about him this week when I was up there at, at, at Flowery Branch. You, you know, uh, what what do we expect from him? What, what is what is a reasonable expectation? Yeah, I um, you know, I talked to him in London one-on-one, and he, uh, you know, he was happy to be over there. That was where his breakout game was uh, with the Jets as a rookie. And so, you know, I was thinking, um, you know, uh, he'd be ready to put together a big game. But then you see some of the clips where he's falling down. He can't get into his route. Um, you know, I don't know. He won't address whether it's a mental issue uh, with regards to the health. But, you know, they say if you're out there and you expect it to play, you got a helmet, then they want you to produce. So, you know, you got to kind of be hard on him. And um, I don't know if he's getting open. Uh, they're not getting him the ball. Uh, you know, he was open in Detroit and the, uh, the ball was behind him. So, you know, he, he can get open. So we've seen that. So I expect him to continue to play. And, um, you know, they got to sync up the passing game. He had never played with Ritter until now. But now they got the four games under their belt. They should know what works by now. And, uh, you know, he just got to get the ball close to him. He don't have to be perfect on Kyle Pitts. Uh, Kyle Pitts will go get it for him. So, uh, they're just working through that, and, and I think uh, at some point here it's going to mesh, and they're going to be just fine. D-Led, uh, before we let you go, uh, Sam and I start off the show because, you know, we're only here like once a week, and so we do our story of the week. My story of the week this week was another member of my youth was taken from me, and I just want to get your thoughts on Dick Butkus. And, uh, you know, you grew up in Chicago, and that's one of those names that are part of the fabric of the city. It's not just sports. It's not just the Bears. But this guy has got – in fact, there was a, an interesting question that was asked. Can either of you guys answer this award was started, the Butkus Award, in 85 on co- in the college level? There's only been one person who's won it twice. 
And it was a question. It was Brian Bosworth. I'm not here to try to get you on a trivia okay. question. But your thoughts on Dick Butkus, man, and, and just as a player and, and, and what he, you know, that era when he used to go after your boy Jim Brown. Yeah, no doubt. The Monsters of the Midway, uh, Dick Buckus personified toughness uh, in the middle of the field. Uh, you know, some guys have come after him and, and uh, you know, done it just as well, if not better. Michael Singletary comes to mind. But of that era, you know, uh, and we have these debates in the uh, Hall of Fame meetings, um, you know, Ray Nitsky, Tommy Novus, you know, may have been better than him, but he was in Chicago and <laughs> George, everybody liked George Hallis. So he kind of <laughs> got the bump. I mean, they didn't win much. No, um, not at all. Uh, they, they didn't win much at all, but he was uh, he was one tough hombre. And uh, if, if you watch <laughs> some of the highlights, he's been kicked out the league now. Oh, oh, oh yeah. All Big the time. news, man. Him, Nitschke, <laughs> De- uh, Deacon Jones. <laughs> He's twisting people's heads and pulling their necks off. Man, he was nasty, man. He was a nasty dude. Uh, yeah, they were, he would have been getting fined weekly uh, in the current NFL. But good man, good uh, by all accounts. Uh, one of the great football players of his time. And, uh, yeah, we just got to put it in perspective. Of, you know, he's one of the great middle linebackers of all time, but – you know, Tommy Novus kind of gets the short end of the stick. Yeah. Um, it might have been a better player than him. You know, Ray Nitsky, you know, that whole group. Uh, it's just been a tough getting uh, Tommy Novus' just due. Yeah, and none of them won. You know, these guys came out, Ditka, not Ditka, Butkus and Gail Sayers both came out the same draft. Yeah. And not one of them, neither one of them played in one playoff game. Yeah. But yet became who right. they became. Oh, yeah, now. So, mm-hmm. D led yeah, as. As always, we can't thank you enough. You got one more for D-Lab before you no, let you go? No, man, we're going to let him go. He, he got to get going. He got to get his bow. What, 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 what's, what's your bow tie going to be today? I think I'm going to go pink. It's October, right? Yeah. I yeah. do the breast cancer awareness stuff, so I want to get that I want to get that started today. Yep. He'll cool. be heading out on the day where we lost Al Davis. Yeah. This is the day we lost Al Davis back in 11. So understand, any- understand we got Tennessee State banned for halftime today, too, D-Lab. D-Lab. Oh, wait, real word. They're staying in town for uh, after they did that thing to Kennesaw yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> D-Led, have a big day, man, and thank you as always. All right, take care, guys. There you go. Have D- a good one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.